From the sell side to the buy side, Wall Street's sphere of influence can put you on the outside looking in. This is where the Validus Growth Legacy and Investment Banking is your advantage. In a rapidly changing world, the markets move faster than ever. Finding future growth opportunities requires a focus on the factors that lead to meaningful inflection. We are your source for the best information on growth investing. This is the Growth Investing Podcast. All right, we welcome you to the uh, initial edition, the first episode kicking off of the Growth Investing Podcast. My name is Johnny Dean. I'm here uh, as host of the podcast, but I got a couple of people who are going to be driving this thing and driving it very well, I might add. Uh, I want to welcome two people from Validus uh, Growth Investing. We'll start off with, we've got Jerry Murphy, Chief Executive Officer of Valid, uh, Validus Growth Investing, and then the Chief Investment Officer, Mark Scalzo. I'll start with you, Jerry. Jerry, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here and maybe give us a little uh, insight into what you do very quickly and a little bit about Validus. Oh, sure. Mark and I have gone, been together for about 10 plus years and we started when Mark rolled out Validus and I was running a company that Mark became a sub-advisor and then we just thought we work so well together, let's just keep going. And so Keep here, doing this here, on a regular here, basis, here we are, right? Yeah. Well, good for yeah. you. Mark Scalzo, of course, you're a longtime friend of mine and <laughs> I've had you on many radio and TV shows, so I know you quite well. But for those who don't, uh, let's just fill you in a, a little bit on uh, your, you're more on the investing side. Of yeah, this, I'm right? on the investing side. It's great to be back in the studio again with you, John. Yeah. I yeah. always enjoy it so much. Um, yeah, so I'm on the investment side. I founded Validus uh, 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. 2012. Uh, yeah, with wow. the with the idea of focusing on uh, growth investments and finding uh, growth inflections over time that yeah. that lead to really attractive opportunities for clients. So that's what we're that's that, what we do, and we do it in a lot you, of different formats. But essentially, that's what we do. Well, you really you you, you got your research hats on, and you guys really that, that's that's a specialty that I would never be able to do. So it's mm -hmm. nice to have people who understand how this works. Let's get right to the topic here, uh, which is understanding understanding the VIX V I X. Now, the VIX is the CBOE's uh, uh, the volatility index. That's Jerry, what, if you yeah. would explain. I, I kind of did, but explain what that is and, you know, when it started and why it started. Okay. Okay. So, so, you know, it actually hit me a, a week or two or when this came up thinking about, you know, writing this blog is they talk about it a lot these days or right now they're talking a heck of a, about, you know, a, uh, of a lot. course. And, and so I did, I actually didn't know. I mean, I, you, you know, but you don't know cause you, you never sit down and really read it. And I said, well, look back and I didn't realize it, it, it's only been around since 2004, you know? Wow. Yeah, and you think about investing, like like today, if something goes back to 1990, it's old, right? You know? Yeah. And so it was. Yeah. It started in, like you said, by the CBOE, and it uh, was created for uh, traders to trade on volatility. Uh, how can we trade? And it's, you know, we'll get into it, but it uses the S&P or the spider, and it, it um, allows them to hedge that by puts and calls and that type of thing based on what they think the market's going to do. So it gives them some kind of metric, some kind of measure. They That's say, right. well, the, the the VIX is sitting at this number, which mm -hmm. means that it's either very volatile right now or expected mm -hmm. to be very volatile, yes. or not so volatile over the next 30 days, six months, year, whatever it is. Is That's that, right. about, is That's that right. about what it is? Yes. Okay. Um, now, if if you would take it, I, I threw out, I said that there, there's a number associated with the VIX. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll get to you in one second, Mark. But Jerry, <laughs> if I you want to jump in. Well, yeah. well d d yeah, I mean. Well, I, it's interesting that I, I think that, that volatility is generally associated with risk. 
and in, and the the vix is sometimes called the fear gauge mm -hmm. because the idea is is that the higher it goes the more volatility in the market and therefore it demonstrates a, a kind of concern in the marketplace and um it's so i think it was a way it started as a way for investors traders to manage some of the risk in their in their portfolios you know imagine they've got massive massive books um over all kinds of asset classes so they needed something to measure that that the risks they were taking sort of across all those asset classes, and at least at least in terms of their equity exposure. Sure, it's it's nice to have something to measure things by, yes. right? To at least point to something. So, uh, Jerry, if you would take take uh, Vic's number, explain what it is if you can okay. for people listening, and maybe talk for just a little bit about how the I guess the math works. Sure, and I I just got back into the country. So I don't know what the VIX is today, but let's just imagine it's at 20. Okay. 20 is down a little bit today. Oh okay. yeah. In the high, high twenties. Okay. So twenties is a pretty calm number. That's a good number. We'd like to see it at 20, right, Mark? We'd like to see it below 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all I'm saying is not, okay, not yes. 30 and not 40, you know? <laughs> okay. And so it's at 20. What 20 means is that in, in a one year period, the number is going to be 20s either how up or down, uh, from where the the uh, S and P is right now, and so what is it like saying? a percentage? You're saying as a percentage. Sorry, okay. right? As All a right. percentage. So you're saying that we believe the the S and P is going to be either up twenty percent or down twenty percent. That that range over a, a over year what? over a twelve month period. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Wow. Now they don't trade it on a twelve month period. They trade it on a thirty day period. The the the, 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 the traders do. They're trying to. Say what's going to happen in the next thirty days. Are these like options traders? Options then? traders, okay. right? All right. And what are they doing? They're saying that we own these stocks, and and it looks bad out there. Let's just say it's really high. It looks bad out there. Uh, what can we do? We could just sell a sell and run for the hills, or we can go out and buy some puts and take some of the risk off based on this volatility index. And that's kind of how they use it, right? But but people. Um, watch television and they go, oh, the VIX is high, this and that. And it's not really meaningful most of the time when you see them talking about the way they do on television. Um, yeah. And it's been low. The The VIX, we've, we've gone through a period other than a financial crisis or COVID yeah. or something major, some, some really kind of, you could call it potentially a black swan type event. Other than that, uh, volatility has been unusually low over, um, over the last 10 years since the financial crisis. Really. Is it because they kind of righted the ship back in 2000, whatever? Well, and we had and... the Fed as a, as a tailwind, providing, yeah. you know, lots of liquidity. Interest rate and cuts. easy we, monetary yeah. policy. And yeah. so in that environment, we went through a period where, where the VIX and volatility overall was was lower than, than normal. Yes. And, and we kind of got used to it. And what's happening now is now the Fed is taking away some now now we're going from easy to, to yes. tightening and um and less liquidity in the marketplace and so we we would we would expect and we're seeing more volatility than we've been used to historically 
but we kind of got used to a lower level that we should have never gotten used <laughs> so, to. So the fear relative to what it used to be is a lot higher, exactly. in other words, if exactly. you want to put fear on the fear index. Well, let me ask you guys this then. Do investors as a rule, I mean, some do, do they prefer less volatility or do they ever look at volatility as something to uh, take as an advantage opportunity? of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you certainly should try to look at it from that perspective. And, and when the volatility is higher, um, I think from an, in, you know, the, the way we would think about it is that you need to get rewarded for, for that additional uncertainty that's yeah. in the marketplace. So your, whatever investment you make should, the expectation should be that you would be rewarded. For taking um, the risk. Yeah. For mm-hmm. taking that additional um, risk or for that uh, greater uncertain outcome that, that you can see at that point in time. So certainly you take it take account of it from that uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, now, recognize that the generally you're making longer-term investments and the VIX is usually yeah. evaluated over a shorter period of time. Um, so they don't, they don't always match up completely in terms of matching the risk yeah. with the potential reward. Um, but, you know, generally, uh, if you think about it in those terms, then that's the way you'd implement it in a portfolio. So, so in theory, the index is supposed to, and does most of the time, have a very low correlation to the yes, to, to, to stocks, right? So when stocks are going up, it should be going down. And when stocks are going down, the VIX would be going up, okay? But that's true about 70, 75% of the time. The other time? The other, the other time, they're perfectly correlated, which means now it's meaningless, right? And that's the problem is, when is that happening? It could be happening now, or it could be happening, you know, the other way. And so that's when you got to say, well, that's a good gauge, but it's good only in context of many, many other measurements that, that professionals use to make a decision. They don't just look at the VIX and go, let's go, you know. Well, yeah, in fact, that kind of, you know, when I look at this, the, the VIX is kind of a general market metric, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. kind of how you guys have described it. Uh, what you guys at Validus do is you look at individual company metrics right you look to we're a see, bit more specific yes <laughs> you are well i've seen what you do yes and you're looking at individual i mean you're kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of this yeah so how do you guys mark or whoever the company how do you guys use something that's a broad market in your general day-to-day operations or do you not necessarily use it well, you don't you don't use it. Necess- we don't from the in terms of making specific trades or making investment decisions. But as I said before, when you're making any decision about what you might invest in, you have to take account of the risk. And when when risk is higher overall, when when mm-hmm. outcomes are less certain overall, which is really what the the VIX represents, at least for the equity markets. Um, and you can look at volatility in other asset classes like fixed income and other things, but yeah. but the VIX is meant to to be the 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 volatility that's expected for for equities in general, the equity markets. And so when that's higher, you want to you want to be rewarded, as I said before, yes. for that risk. And you need to take account of whatever the 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 characteristics of that that security you know is, whether it's a company or whether it's a mutual fund or whether it's an ETF, um, for instance, how it might perform in a more volatile environment. And therefore, hmm. and then considering that, what do you need in return for taking that <laughs> oh, additional risk? Um, and so 
that's how I think I think about it in terms of applying it. You know, you, it's kind of a when you see the VIX going up, and it's it's kind of a sentiment gauge in a way. Oh yeah, and, and hence the fear index yes. moniker, right? Mm-hmm. And you and you and then then you start to ask yourself, well, if I'm going to make an investment today, then I need to take account of the fact that there's these greater uncertain outcomes. And therefore, I need I need a different kind of reward. And so, if I don't have that, if I can't find that, or uh-huh. if my investment doesn't deliver that that I'm considering, then it may not get over the hurdle and actually get into the portfolio. So it plays a role. It in, does. In, in it what could play you a do. role for sure. Yes. Yes. It, it, Most of the time, it doesn't because it's 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 relatively calm, you know, day to day. Sure. And you don't have massive swings day to day. Um, the, you know, the VIX doesn't spike 10 points in a day unless it's a really, you know, that would be, that would be meaningful. That would be meaningful. That would be meaningful, but you probably don't want to do anything that day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because things, things are too uncertain in that moment. It's kind of like a, uh, a gauge, like a weather gauge. It's going to tell you what the weather's like outside, but it's not going to say what kind of experience you're going to have out there. Cause it could be, you know, there's other things you need to know about what's going outside before you right. make a decision. But it's a good idea if I told you it's 70 degrees outside, you're probably thinking it's going to be a nice day. And we would too, but you better look and check some other things depending on what you plan on doing or that if, day. if it's raining, bring yeah. an umbrella. Because it could be 70 degrees. It could be 70 and rain. It could be 70 and 150% humidity. And yeah. you need to know that kind of stuff, yeah. right? If yeah. you're having a picnic, 70 degrees sounds perfect. But if it's in the middle of a thunderstorm, then you need to know that. Yes. And you know, and then I was kind of honing in when I was writing this. It's like um, there's this external uh, experience that we have with things like the VIX where it's on the news and it's scary and we're watching all this kind of stuff go on. And then internally, um, how we feel when we see those things. Yeah. And that's really what drives the markets. It's this behavior that, that, that ultimately gets to how we feel about what's going on. And so we hope what we're able to do, like what we're talking about today, is um, say, listen, when you hear these scary words, um, you know, talk to the right type of people that know what those words mean. Because, of course, it's, if the VIX is at 50 right now or, or 60, we should all stop and take a look and find out why. Well, yeah. Now, Maybe now take this a is, breath. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're almost out of time, but very quickly. I mean, it seems like it's sort of a complicated thing that, that, that this all weaves together. But you got to know what you're doing. Can the average person ever look at a market uh, metric like the VIX and and take advantage, or is that not something that the average person should be really looking at? Well, I suspect it's probably more um, a, an indication of, as Jerry said, when to pause, uh-huh. when to consider. If I was going to make I was going to make an investment today and I see the VIX spiking, maybe, maybe I want to hold off, you know, maybe there'll be better days, you know, and I'll be able to get it lower tomorrow if the VIX stays elevated. I mean, just as an example. Um, and so I think that it can give you some indications of, um, of maybe when not to take certain actions more than it, I think more than it tells you (laughs) what to do per se. Right, it tells you sort absolutely. of absolutely. The weather's a good analogy, and it's yeah. if I looked at the weather and next week it's going to be 100 percent chance of rain, I may want to reschedule my 
golf games. It's a great yeah. way to look at this. Uh, we're yeah. out of time here. Uh, we've been talking with Jerry Murphy, Chief Executive Officer of Validus Growth Investing. Mark Scalzo, Chief Investment Officer of that uh, same company. We've been talking about the VIX Index, understanding how it works and why it's important to what it is you guys do and may matter to individual investors too. If they want any information on this, can they go to your website? Yes, or? just go to validusgrowth.com. Okay. And um, you can contact us there, or, or um, we have a blog. That's Wonderful. Right on the front page and read that, and lots of stuff like this in there. Validus, V A L I D U S, validusgrowth.com. All right. My thanks to Jerry, Mark. Mar- Jerry, thank you so much. Thank you, John. I know you travel a long way to be here, and we appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, you've been listening to the Growth Investing Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Johnny Dean. I th- uh, for the entire crew here, I thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on our next program. Validus Growth Investors, LLC, seeks to invest in companies at every stage of their growth. From startups to publicly traded companies, our research identifies inflection points that have the potential to produce meaningful growth and income for the clients we serve. Investment advisory services are offered through Validus Growth Investors, LLC. Validus, an SEC-registered investment advisor. No offer is made to buy or sell any security or investment product. This is not a solicitation to invest in any security or any investment product of Validus. Validus does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Intended for educational purposes only and not intended as individualized advice or a guarantee that you will achieve a desired result. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value. All information is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation as to its completeness or accuracy. Opinions and projections are as of the date of their first inclusion herein and are subject to change without notice to the listener. As with any analysis of economic and market data, it is important to remember that past performance is no guarantee of future results. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the options presented.